Hi, Ann Pearson here. And before I begin today's episode, I'm excited to tell you about the Paralegal Bootcamp's new three-step roadmap to manage cases like a rock star paralegal. If you're fairly new to litigation, this quick start guide will help you figure out three things that you can be doing to help you better anticipate what the attorney needs before they have to ask for it. It'll help reduce some of those last minute scrambles, especially if you're working for an attorney who's a procrastinator or someone who doesn't always share all of the important case information with you. I put this three-step roadmap into a downloadable PDF for you, and it's completely free. You can get yours on our website at paralegal-bootcamp.com forward slash three steps. Hi there, you're listening to the Paralegals on Fire podcast show where you'll be getting tips and actionable strategies that you can use right now to fast track your paralegal career. I'm your host, Ann Pearson, former paralegal and paralegal manager who left big law in the concrete jungle to start my own company, the Paralegal Bootcamp, where we give online courses that help paralegals make more money, increase their job security, and cut out the learning curve. All right, let's jump right into today's episode. What does it look like to be a proactive paralegal? That's the question I'm going to answer in this week's episode. But before I do, I want to let you know that this is a sneak peek into one of the many things that I teach inside the Litigation Paralegal Bootcamp, which is going to be open for enrollment again in just a few weeks on January 30th. But if you join the waitlist now, you'll get notified the week before so that you can get a jumpstart on learning everything that you need to fast track your career as a litigation paralegal. Everything. From the complaint through the trial, and I'm planning on doing a private Q&A session for just the people who are on the waitlist. That's a video meeting essentially where I'm going to answer questions that you have about anything related to being a litigation paralegal. I'll put a link to the waitlist page in the show notes, or you can go to litigationparalegalbootcamp.com to join the waitlist. All right, let's talk about being a proactive paralegal. What does that mean? I worked for an attorney back in the 90s who thought I could read his mind one year. He wrote on my performance review and knows what I need before I even know that I need it. So I knew there was a deposition next month that I could start preparing for this month. I knew there was a hearing in a few weeks that I could start preparing for this week. I knew there was going to be a client meeting or a client call because I read the correspondence. So what that attorney didn't know was that I had to figure out a huge workaround in order to get access to every single thing that was coming in on the case. Back in the day, and this is going to kind of date me a little, but back in the day of the early 90s, also known as pre-e-filing, What we would do when a pleading or discovery request or response came in is the secretary would log it. She would open the mail, came in paper form. She would open the mail, make a copy, and distribute that copy to everyone on the case by using a handwritten routing slip that people would check off their name after reading it. Well, they would put it in their outbox and it would go on to the next person on the list. But because I was the lead paralegal on the case, the arrangement was that I would get my own copy so that I didn't have to wait while that pleading or discovery request or response or correspondence, whatever it was, 
so that I didn't have to wait while that was sitting in the attorney's inboxes. Now, we know attorneys aren't always good about forwarding things on. So anyways, I'm supposed to be getting a copy of everything that comes in at the same time that the secretary is routing it to the attorneys. Well, there were several instances where I didn't get copies of things and had talked to her once about it and then finally went to her and said, you know, Debbie, I'm not getting copies of these pleadings all the time. And one important one that I missed last week was a deposition notice. She said very abruptly, I don't work for paralegals. Get out of my face. So me being fairly new in my paralegal career, I did just that. I got out of her face because it was kind of scary, to be honest. But I was still the lead paralegal on the case. So I had a couple of options. I could go to the attorney or HR and complain, or I could come up with a workaround. Now, she was a really good secretary, don't get me wrong, but for the attitude that she had, she knew her stuff. She was really good at what she did. And she happened to come in early and leave early every day. We knew every day when she left at 4.30, everything that came in on that case for that day would be in the file room and filed in the appropriate location. And there would be sometimes 30 or 40 pleadings, motions, briefs, discovery, all of that in a single day. And she would have it all done. Knowing that she was leaving every day at 4.30 and she was good at what she did, I decided I would sneak into the file room at the end of each day and compare what I had received to what was in the file. That's how that attorney wrote on my performance review the following year that I knew what he needed before he knew that he needed it. Little did he know what I was going to have to go through in order to be able to do that, in order to be able to be proactive. I tell you that story so that you can remember it next time something like that comes up for you. I actually want to rephrase it just a little. Here's the thing. As a paralegal, you cannot put control of what you do and how well you do it into someone else's hands. If there's someone preventing you from doing the best possible job that you can do, come up with a workaround because this is your career. This is your reputation. You're not going to be able to go back and say, well, I couldn't do the job that I needed to do because the secretary doesn't like me or the files are all messed up. So you don't like how the files are organized, but they say, well, that's the way we've been doing it for years. If it's something that's preventing you from doing the best job possible in supporting the attorneys in the best possible way, then change it. Don't let other people and their former outdated systems dictate how successful you can be in your career. Let me give you another example of what a proactive paralegal might look like. So you're getting copies of everything that comes in and you see on your attorney's calendar that there's a deposition later this month of a key witness on the case. Instead of waiting to see what the attorney wants for that deposition, you start going through and reading the discovery responses and pleadings and briefs and the other deposition testimony to try to see what that witness has said or what's been written about them. And you also see maybe what the deponent has authored or received. You put all of that together in an electronic notebook with all these materials and you send it to your attorney so that they're going to be able to prepare for that deposition and start writing out some of the questions that they want to ask the witness. And you do that weeks in advance of the deposition because we all know they typically give at least 30 days or more 
notice when it comes to depositions. A proactive paralegal might also look like someone who's constantly looking for ways to streamline the workflow and make things easier and more efficient. Or someone who's testing out software that just came in to see if it's something that could maybe help on that next big real estate transaction. Or it might also look like you're the personal injury paralegal and you're actively trying to identify where those personal injury claim files are getting bottlenecked. You understand the importance of getting those personal injury claim files settled, negotiated, and cleared because that's how the firm makes its money. So you see that they're getting bottlenecked at a particular place or there's a particular pattern or thing, and you bring that to the attorney's attention with a potential solution for the problem. The next time a situation comes up at work that's a challenge, write out the situation and then write your two possible reactions to that situation. Do it on a legal pad. If you were proactive, you might do what? If you're reactive, what might your action look like? Merriam-Webster's dictionary says that being proactive means acting in anticipation of future problems, needs, or changes. I think you have to have three key behaviors in order to be a proactive paralegal. One is anticipatory. That involves acting in advance of a future situation rather than reacting to it. And also you have to have change-oriented behavior meaning that you take control and cause something to change rather than adapting to a situation or just waiting for something to happen. And third is self-initiated behavior. Using your resourcefulness, your curiosity, the proactive person doesn't need to be asked to act, nor do they require detailed instructions. It doesn't mean you don't require any instructions. You just don't require step-by-step instructions in order to get you to the end point. So interestingly, I've read Stephen Covey's Seven Habits of the Highly Effective People. I've read that book several times. You've probably read it as well. If you happen to have it or you want to do some research on it, go back to his habit of being proactive and read that in detail. It's one of the habits that I teach in our Seven Habits of the Indispensable Paralegal. So in the book, Covey says that your behavior is a function of your decisions, not your conditions, that you have the power to decide your response to conditions and circumstances. And in the book, he said that reactive people believe that the world is happening to them, but proactive people don't blame circumstances. They change their response. So what I was doing way back then with the situation with that secretary, I didn't know it at the time. I was being proactive in that I came up with a workaround to a condition or a circumstance, like what Covey says. I came up with a workaround. That would have been hugely limiting to my paralegal career if I had just said, okay, it is what it is. You know, I will not prepare for these depositions in advance, or I will let someone else dictate how successful I can be. As a proactive paralegal, you have to ask yourself, How can I solve problems? Maybe even before the attorney has to be involved. I did a whole episode on problem solving for paralegals. I'll put a link to it in the show notes. But to be proactive to solve the attorney's problems, that's also going to require, to me, I think, a certain level of curiosity, initiative, and resourcefulness, which are all 
great traits to have as a paralegal. Proactive people are curious. They enjoy learning and they're open to acquiring that new information. In other words, you have a growth mindset instead of a fixed mindset. If you have a fixed mindset, you think it's as good as it gets right now. It's not getting any better. I was born this way. I like to use the example of attention to detail. So inside a couple of my courses, I teach attention to detail. And in that, some people think they're either born with good attention to detail or they're not. It's a fixed mindset. It's, it is what it is. I can't do anything about it. Someone with a growth mindset would look at it and say, I can improve on anything with practice, with, um, you know, going through and working through problems and maybe doing exercises that are going to increase my attention to detail, anything I can improve on. That's what a growth mindset has. Do you know what I found also about being curious? So we know a curious person asks questions, but they're asking questions to get answers Answers that are going to help solve problems quicker or even eliminate problems from ever occurring. Now let's add another twist on to being proactive. Being a proactive paralegal also means that you're proactive in your career, not just on your cases or your files or your transactions. This is your paralegal career. It's not something that's going to develop into anything more than a job unless you're proactive in continually developing your career and enhancing your skills. In other words, you don't wait to be asked to go learn something new. Your mindset becomes, this is my career and I'm the only one responsible for how successful it's going to be. Because here's the thing, and I've said this often, but I'm going to say it again. If you wait for someone else to advance your career for you, you're going to be waiting a really long time. Now, one of the other things that I would say a proactive paralegal might look like, so I give you examples that are specific if you're working as a paralegal, but another example might be if you're proactive in your career, rather than waiting 12 months to read that annual performance review that the attorney writes for you, you actively seek out feedback throughout the year. Wait, what? (laughs) Yeah. I compare it to the car dealership, the call that you get. If you've been in for warranty work or even repair work at a car dealership, or maybe you've had a call with Comcast or Spectrum, depending on where you get your cable from. And the last thing they ask you is, You're going to get a call from our survey department or whatever. And, you know, I would appreciate a rating of five or above. I think maybe five is the highest, maybe on the warranty work, um, five or tens. If you were pleased with the service that I gave you, because my job and my bonus is dependent on me getting good ratings. So if you weren't pleased enough to rate me that high, I'd like to do something to fix that. I think we can all learn an important lesson from that. That's one small interaction with a company of maybe five minutes or five hours, depending on what the service was. Imagine, though, you're spending hundreds of hours working for these attorneys every year. Why wouldn't you go to those attorneys in advance of your performance review and not just once, but on a regular basis throughout the year and ask, 
Is there anything I could be doing to better support you and your practice? If you were to rate my performance right now, would it be anything less than outstanding? If so, can we talk about why and what you feel I can do to improve it? All right, so we jammed a lot of proactive information into this episode. So let me give you some actionable strategies to walk away with. Actionable strategy number one, put a sticky note on your computer this week with the words proactive equals, is there a workaround or a plan B, whatever word you like better, but just a sticky on your note so that you see it every day. Proactive is, is there a workaround? The second actionable strategy is to put a sticky note somewhere else where you'll see it, whether it's you know, in the same place, but that this is your career. Just write, this is my career and underline the words my, so that you look at each situation and say, is someone or something preventing me from being the best possible paralegal that I can be? And last but not least, think of a situation that's happening to you either today or tomorrow, sometime this week, whenever it happens, And write it out at the top of the legal pad in big letters. Draw a line right down the middle of the legal pad and write down on the left side the word reactive and on the right side the word proactive. Then write out all of the reactive responses that you might be inclined to have. And then also, what kind of proactive responses could you have instead? Write those on the right-hand side. And then circle the proactive response that you're going to choose to do. But write out everything that would be reactive. What's your typical go-to response to that? And recognize, is that a reactive response or a proactive response? All right, that's it for this week's episode. Don't forget to go to litigationparalegalbootcamp.com and join that wait list. I hope to see you inside that program January 30th. Bye for now. All right, that's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed today's show, hit the subscribe button in whatever platform you're listening. And please take a quick minute and leave a review of the podcast and share this episode with just one colleague or friend who you think would benefit from what we discussed today. Share the knowledge and the entire paralegal profession elevates. See you next week. Bye for now.